0: Algar Productions. Algar Productions.
1: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 168 A Better World with Brian Lynch.
2: Hi, pals. ooh, we're up to a we're up to a landmark one. We're up to one that everyone talks about. Uh, I'm Al. I'm Maggie. I have been waiting here for twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. We meant p m, okay?
3: <laughs> I've never done anything at seven in the morning in my life.
4: D- uh, it's not true at all. You know, when you guys said we're recording at seven, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that's that's awfully early for yeah. them, but you know, it was like whatever. Makes sense. We usually record at eight. It's not that early. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know. I was I, I almost I almost said Maggie doesn't strike me as a morning owl, and then I was like, that's not an expression.
3: Yeah, early bird. You know, the morning owl. <laughs> the morning owl gets the mouse. <laughs>
4: Watch and, out, Batman. <laughs> anyway, at uh t- ten ten AM Eastern time, I, I I texted I was like, Hey, uh, my computer's updating, I'll be on in a second. He was like, um
2: Oh, we're running real, real late, then. We, we, uh, I have not watched these yet. So. <laughs> you know what, though? I've seen this one a bunch of times. I probably could have faked it. <laughs>
4: I have done that on the occasional book report.
2: Uh, this is a good one. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm Brian, by the way. I, Hi, Brian. I have i have done this. Uh, I, I have threatened to do this with uh, Star Trek, particularly when we got into the Enterprise era, but mm-hmm. uh, I never actually have yet. As far as you know. hmm <laughs> Alright, well, we got a lot to get to, and Brian threatened a, a nine-page summary, although I don't see one here.
4: No, I, I, I did not write a super long summary. I did write a super long good thing, bad thing, but that's because they're the same thing, so.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and you've, you've done something like this before. You're, you're sort of going through, yeah. like, a list of things. I understand <laughs> that. I'm writing a cool uh, BuzzFeed listicle. <laughs> oh, God. I mean,
3: this is what the people want, apparently. We're also pivoting to video.
4: <laughs> I thought we did that already. Also, I've We're doing it again. the podcast X. Ugh God. It's gonna be great in three months when nobody remembers that what that joke means. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ugh.
2: Well, it's a Batman reference. He's been using brand (laughs) X. There. Brian, please tell us what happens in a better world, because it's got to be better than this one, right?
4: We open with Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman tracking down Lex Luthor in some sort of two-story building where he's hiding out in some sort of oval-shaped office with ugly yellow curtains. Could be anywhere. It's a little vague what's going on, but from the standard comic book dialogue, it looks like Luthor's gone too far this time, and it's time to end this, and we're not so different, you and I, and such things like that. Luthor says that to stop him, Superman would have to kill him. Shit, says Superman, I didn't know it was that easy. (laughs) Wonder Woman enters the office that's shaped in an oval manner to find Luthor with his head popped like a grape, and an oddly chill Superman, as the camera pulls out to reveal, they've been in the White House this whole time. Whoever could have predicted. (laughs) Well, cut to two years later, and Superman's been living his best Zack Snyder life, snapping necks and saying fuck. The Watchtower is now a world surveillance station, which it kind of always was, but now it's in a sinister way. Wally is dead, Jean is wearing a shirt, Diana has short hair, and Superman is telling George Bush's non-union equivalent that he's not letting America have elections yet. Because, you see, the Justice League, tired of the slow wheels of progress, has taken over the planet, lobotomized their villains, and renamed themselves the Squadron Supreme, The, um, the Justice Lords- Green Lantern and Hawkgirl go to quash a student protest at Smallville Community College, which is called Smallville University, but come on. I mean, (laughs) come on. As they create an intimidating presence and strongly imply that they're doing it, we see Batman lurking in his cave and Superman grimly eating gazpacho with Lois by candlelight, (laughs) despite it clearly being about noon. Lois isn't happy about the new regime and is also being held prisoner in her apartment, but hey, relationships are complicated. Batman calls the other lords to his cave, as he has found an alternate universe, where Flash is still alive, Luthor wears power armor, and everyone's uniforms are a lot less shoulder-focused. That's right, it's our world. Good old Earth-1. But not Earth-1. Ha (laughs) ha! DC, your system is not at all confusing. (laughs) Anyway, the Lords, being an evil Justice League, like the kind you get on Earth 3, as seen in the comic book Earth 2, judge our heroes as both nambi and pambi and decide to take over, so that Earth 1 can learn the new ways of academy ratio, excessive slow motion, and a black-and-white cut that all of their fans pretend is a different movie for some reason. (laughs) The Lords capture the League by tricking them into the pantry and head to Earth 1, ready to make it more like their Earth, which we'll just call Earth A, When they arrive, so does Doomsday. Man, never rains, but it pours. Doomsday is a lot more erudite than he is in the comics, and announces that he's there to kill Earth's greatest hero, ideally in some sort of $5 polybag special issue that isn't going to be worth that much in the future, all things considered. But since he's making this demand in the voice of Michael J. White, it means Hollywood isn't going to give him a fraction of the respect he deserves, and he's taken out in like two seconds via heat vision to the brain. The press confronts Superman as Lois expresses dismay, some dude who looks like Henry Peter Gyrich expresses approval, and Snapper Carr expresses an interest in their new costumes. Snapper. Priorities. <laughs> Part two. We open in that large Hadron Collider prison from The Flash, where Earth-A Batman is holding everyone prisoner in special Batman cells designed around their specific... Week- nah, no, I'm just kidding. He's got everybody in these big X-shaped frames. You know, like they imprison superheroes in. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're called Kirby Sons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flash finally realizes that he's dead in this universe because he's fast on everything but the uptake. <coughs> he weaponizes Batman A's guilt over this to escape by stopping his own heart, which uh, which I, I guess he can do because, um, Speed Force? The League goes off to find Hawkgirl, who's being kept at Arkham due to their advanced medical care? Wow, we really are in another universe. Yeah. A lobotomized Joker walks them through a sea of equally lobotomized cameos, and it's legitimately chilling. Except I was distracted because Scarface has the lobotomy scars and the ventriloquist doesn't, which kind of raises the question of why the Justice Lords let him keep the puppet. I guess they were feeling whimsical. Joker rats them out to the Superman robots who run the place. Man, you just can't trust some people. Meanwhile, Batman 1 has gone to the Batcave to confront Batman A, where they have a discussion on the comparative morals of their approaches. Freedom, says Batman 1. No crime, says Batman A. No crime, you say, says Batman 1. He agrees to help Batman A, deciding that passively-aggressively shaming him with their parents would be more effective than punching. And he's right. Batman A decides that if increased freedom is the benefit, Earth can have a little crime as a treat. (laughs) Back on Earth-1, the Justice Lords have armored and weaponized the Watchtower. Batman, who is weirdly defeatist in this whole episode, by the way, (laughs) says they'll have to cross a line to stop the Lords. But rather than murder, that line is working with Lex Luthor. They have Jean disguise himself as Lex to lure Superman with the prospect of getting to kill him again, his favorite thing. And once the Lords are thus lured, everyone fights their own counterpart as the real Lex builds an episode endonator, which incapacitates the Lords by removing their powers. Man, he should have been using this the whole time. I guess it only works on people from other universes Because quantum <laughs> Lex, ever the businessman Is good to his word, turning over the weapon And taking a part in And now he's thinking of going into politics Bum
2: bum bum
4: This week on Becker Becker and Chris try too hard To consummate their relationship Whatever that means Also, Jake mourns his grandmother And Linda feng shui's the office So everyone's having an exciting week Tomorrow on Fox, the first ever episode of Arrested Development airs, and Family Guy gets canceled for the first time. But as this episode warned us, nothing lasts forever.
3: <laughs> ah, what so, a time okay. to be alive!
2: Two quick. It was actually it here. was actually One. a it was actually a week later that Family Guy got canceled. <laughs> Two quick things. Mm-hmm. One, um, you took my good thing, which is uh, 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 Mister Scarface's lobotomy scars. <laughs> Because I, I thought that was amazing. I did like it, but then That's the such
4: my, a good my, fucking joke. <laughs> my brain did yes. go like So Superman lobotomized the puppet and then gave it back to the guy and put him in Arkham Asylum anyway. Like, <laughs> was I, just like, okay, be I'm, cool and I'm, no I'm, one's gonna notice. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about the thought process behind this whole thing, but but it is yeah. it is a great little visual. <laughs>
2: I am currently watching the uh, TV series Soap for the first time. Ooh. Somehow, this did not ever cross my radar, given that I love soap operas and giant ensemble comedies. I guess like I the just sort of Brian just name-checked a second ago. Yeah, I was, I was I just assumed you had seen Soap by now. No, because of the Billy Crystal of it. But it turns out this is the thing Billy Crystal's good in. Anyway, um, <laughs> there's a ventriloquist in that, and everyone acts like the puppet's the real one. Just just like. With uh, Mr. Scarface and just like uh, Franklin on Arrested Development. And that joke never ceases to delight me.
3: When did Franklin get here? (laughs)
2: Uh Uh, The other thing I wanted to say is I really wish this had been my summary to do because I came up with the best joke I'm ever going to come up with. No, by by all means. Mm. Uh, And Brian, you gave me a good setup for it. Mm -hmm. It is not, in fact, called Smallville University. They were having protests. That is Clark Kent State. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: oh
3: oh my god
2: i love it yeah
4: that's it, all for me good night
3: yet i hate you for coming
2: up
4: with it when i didn't
3: oh
0: mm.
2: fuck that's no actually good. it was um uh our pal brian or uh, excuse me brian's on the phone with us mm-hmm. uh our you pal jason have, you can have another is, pal uh, here in our place right now <laughs> watch the episode with me and said are they doing a kent state thing i said more like a clark kent state <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I'll just work that into the show organically by saying, um, Brian, mine was funnier. Here's a funny joke that you all might enjoy. <laughs> Look, have, are you just now learning that I'm bad at segues? Really? You? <laughs> I just wanna, Of all people? I just
4: want to share real quick uh, my favorite description of myself ever, because when you mentioned a friend named uh, Brian, uh, I got another friend who has another friend named Brian, and she was mm-hmm. mentioning it to her five-year-old daughter, who's one of my favorite humans in the world. And then, so you have to distinguish the Brian. Well, and then right? the daughter asked, "Um, wait, is this the Brian from today or the real Brian who tells me jokes <laughs> and is tricky?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, yep. excellent, that's
3: adorable."
4: <laughs> so you're like Mister Mitya's Pitlick. Uh, I taught the kid how to three, uh, how to play three card bouncy.
3: <laughs> right, and you arrive only uh, only about 90, uh, 90 days out of the year.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can only get rid of you me by have to trick tricking him into me into. Nairb. <laughs> that, that's <Yeah>. the one. <laughs> I was about to say it and disappear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you have to say it three times. It's fine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to you. you to reverse Beetlejuice rules.
4: You ever yeah. see the sitcom Scorch?
2: No, Bumped. and I've seen a lot of
4: sitcoms. It's about a guy who finds a miniature dragon and then um, becomes a famous TV weatherman by pretending to be a ventriloquist and the dragon is his puppet. That sucks. Oh,
2: that old trope.
4: And, and the thing, the thing that's great... Is that yes? What is the a thing that's great about this movie? Where
2: there has to be something because so far so I've heard ventrilo- nothing.
3: Weatherman, <laughs>
4: uh-huh. um, the, uh, uh, the 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 puppet started from an actual ventriloquist using him, uh, mm-hmm. and then they they bought the rights to the character, and he still did the voice, but he didn't play the on-screen fake <laughs> ventriloquist. <laughs> so somebody saw okay. this ventriloquy act and was like,
2: "We love it, except you." <laughs> The puppet's great. We <laughs> wow. want to hire the puppet. I mean, that's where Alph. So came once from. again, yeah, once once again, someone thinking the puppet's the real one. So there mm-hmm. you go. And then he tried to kill Batman. Um, mm-hmm. Got
1: canceled no, after three, uh,
4: three episodes.
2: Three episodes of last. Mm, that sounds about right. That's about um, three episodes too many. So I said my good thing, but Maggie, yours yours kind of ties it.
4: I
3: mean, yeah. So here is the thing: the two dots on all of the lobotomized inmates in Arkham is is genuinely pretty. Damn chilling!
2: Yeah, they got Mark Hamill back to be like the creepy chill Joker, and that was yeah. Ooh, that yeah he was spins so... around. His... Welcome to Arkham mm-hmm. Asylum, Superman! Oh, look We're at that so... little guy! We're so pleased to see you.
4: Mm-hmm. He was also definitely the guy who got arrested for complaining about uh, his
2: bill at the restaurant. Yep, Ooh, I, was I, like, got, I was like, I got Ooh, something it's, about it's that. Mark's
4: other voice. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I got something about that, but please, Maggie.
3: But um, like the. The j- bottom Joker is bad, but mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. so Flash gets left outside to, um, uh, because he's, well, dead. he's dead in
2: this world. Yeah. So yeah, they don't want to, they don't want to raise too much. Situation.
3: So instead they just have a loud guy hanging around outside in a bright red costume where no one will see him. Uh, sure. but, uh, he ends up talking to poison Ivy who basically is just like, I mean, I don't feel bad about anything anymore. And then she goes back to cutting the heads off of roses. It's really I upset. The rose.
2: He picks a rose, and Ivy walks up to him and is like, oh, shit. If anyone's going to be real mad Mm -hmm. about this, it's her. And she's like, I used to care about that, but I don't anymore. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I just don't feel
3: like I have any problems anymore.
2: (laughs) Oh. Yeah, no, and and I believe the bat embargo was on at this point, and mm. so they must have gotten special permit. Like we haven't seen any <laughs> bat guys no. before, and we got to go to the bat cave, and um, all of Batman's guys at least made visual appearances, mm-hmm. and a couple of them made voice appearances, and it was it was real good. I wouldn't quote me on this. I think the embargo only, well, it was never official, official, wow. but I
4: think I think it okay. was. J.L.U. was when it fully activated. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. I think at this well, point they were just regardless. like let's play with some more of our toys. But yeah, no, they, they were definitely a rare sight by this time, you're right.
2: And and this was a good connective tissue to mm-hmm. those series because we also got Lois. Yeah. It was good to see like the supporting cast from those shows show up again.
4: This is, Lois is- I happen Sorry, to note, the, this is the first time Lois has shown up since Superman the Animated Series ended, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and this is the last time Poison Ivy shows up in universe at all.
2: Aw. I think the only Batman guys we get going forward are Joker and Harley, and that's only Uh, a couple of appearances. We get a Royal Flush Gang in one episode. Um, They're not Batman Batman Batman. guys. They're Batman Beyond guys. No, no, well, they were Batman guys in the comics. Yeah, but not in the show. I suppose. I don't don't know if that counts, but I'll take it. (laughs) Yes, it does. I'm talking about this universe. (laughs) Yeah,
4: but the bad embargo surely (laughs) was comic characters, wasn't it?
2: I don't think so. I think no, it I... was, like, we're, it's the characters we're using on The Batman. You know, that show everyone will always remember. Also, I just checked, they are actually Justice League villains, so there you go. Ah, okay. Well, they were Batman Beyond villains. Yeah, so they, they you're, were. You're kind of they, right.
3: That was the yeah. best version of them.
2: Yeah, they, they keep showing up, you know?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, they were, they're the perfect but, rhino, you know? Like, they're, I, there I are agree. Endless,
2: <laughs> there are endless examples in this, in this whole universe of Maggie and I both and the guests mm-hmm. going, God, this character is nothing in the comics. Why mm-hmm. is this so good? Mm-hmm. And that was you when you saw the Royal Flush King. You're like, really? The Royal Flesh I Man? fucking love Ted like and
3: this. Batman Beyond so much. Mm-hmm. I wish he yeah. was a main character.
2: Yeah. And the whole family squabble thing they had was good yep. and, and all that. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about the guy arguing his bill. So the the idea is at this point, two years on in the Justice Lords thing, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. All crime, like Batman, has to stop at a stoplight because yeah. otherwise, crime. Um, but in this universe, this crime restaurant. is illegal. Uh-huh. This is indeed a most
4: <laughs> disturbing
2: universe. But we watch this guy who uh, who yells at his waiter slightly get carried away by the cops. Which good, mm-hmm. fuck you, be good to your waiter. Yeah, but um, but the other patrons. It occurred to me, like they animate them looking terrified, and it occurs to me, everyone in the the regular prime universe is scared of batman in this mm-hmm. universe they're twice as scared of batman cuz he's scary mm-hmm. now there's two of them <laughs> sitting at a stoplight these people are shitting themselves <laughs> please please turn green so they can go this is the most terrifying moment of my life at the
4: risk of uh, being just a, delighted me. at the risk of being a class hmm? trader though i would say the guy was right that they added up his bill wrong and were trying to overcharge
2: him Oh, no, you're, you're so, correct. The, cop, but the cops should have also arrested the waiter. I'm not saying they should have yeah, let that not, guy go off. But, no, you no, know. no, no, no. It's not the waiter's fault. It's probably some, you know, the owner or something.
4: You know what? Play it safe. Just arrest everybody. Blow up the restaurant. Would I be a good justice lord? I mean, that's lord? the best way. I think I would. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's basically
3: probably. Judge Dredd rules, and it works real well.
4: I'm going to go paint uh. Star Trek shoulder pads on all my clothes. Mm-hmm.
2: As well, you should. Well, I suppose that's as uh, good as any a segue to your good thing I wasn't, and bad thing. I wasn't
4: trying to segue, but yes, my good thing and bad thing. uh yes, tell hey, us your
3: things, Brian.
4: One of my favorite things of all things is when you go to an alternate universe or you time travel or you do any damn thing and everybody gets new costumes. I love it. I love going to the future <laughs> and seeing new costumes. I love going to another universe and getting new costumes. Are we all steampunks now? Of course we are. I'm Batman and I have a top hat with bad ears on it my favorite universe uh-huh uh so it true sure all
3: the true. girls have big poofy dresses
4: <laughs> hmm. true to the comics uh you know you're in the new universe you get the new costumes some of them are great and some of them suck butt so here's my power <laughs> ranking of
2: justice lord costumes yeah i'm looking forward to mr brian's list of uh, fashion <laughs> do's and don'ts this season <laughs>
4: Number one, Green Lantern. The common design elements of all these outfits are wide armbands and a Star Trek TNG style shoulder yoke. I forgot I wrote that in there when I referenced it before. <laughs> uh, and both of those are pretty much what he wears anyway, so they just flipped the green and black parts, gave him short sleeves, and uh, shaved his head, which honestly looks pretty good.
3: I mean, they look so good they, that they, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I will commit
2: try- to that look a little bit later. I was trying yeah.
4: to remember Jail You, and he grows a mustache, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, they well, no, he grows a goatee. He goes full
4: Cisco. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. There you go. Uh, number 2, Martian Manhunter replacing his usual leather daddy harness with a shirt and a Mars logo and stretching his cape over his shoulders. It's basically what he wears in the comics now. Mhm. Mhm. Number 3. I remember they oh, tried
3: oh. premiering this one in the comics years ago and I'm like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> Martian Manhunter has a perfect costume.
4: Oh my god. Martian Manhunter wears suspenders to hold seen. up his underpants and that's yep, and, he it. Looks great. and and pirate boots. <laughs> and this is his disguise to look more and a a Dracula cape
3: everyone thinks (laughs) I'm weird and creepy if I don't do this yes (laughs) if you don't do that
4: yeah I only have this built to cover up my nipples which are not in the place you would expect (laughs)
3: <laughs> I can move them around my torso using my <laughs> marching powers.
4: He, d- he does both- Like googly eyes. I love that both of them turned into the generic snake monster he turns into when he fights
2: people, but then the bad one yeah. had two extra arms.
3: Yeah, and like oh, six did eyes.
2: You, did you catch- they, they This is like three frames before they cut away. Oh, that uh, he grew horns because it was a really tough fight? Yeah, one of them is like, this. I'm going nowhere with this. What I need is horns <laughs> on top of my head. What?
4: He did that snake so much I forgot it was in the opening credits. hmm. Uh
2: huh. He's his been weird doing dragon thing. lately. <laughs> well, he's been doing a dragon lately, sort of a Chinese style dragon, mm-hmm. which has been pretty cool. Oh, that's just another kind of snake monster.
4: <laughs> uh, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, number three uh, Batman. Very movie inspired, this one. Solid black bodysuit, dark gray highlights instead of blue. Uh, and apart from that, no real change but a very shiny silver emblem, which looks pretty sharp.
3: Uh, this mm-hmm. one reminded me of the Kingdom
2: Come uh, Batman costume. It
4: was definitely
2: more that than a little pr- Kingdom Come, yeah. Yeah. Probably deliberate. These guys know what they're doing.
4: Mm-hmm. Number four Superman. Kind of hampered by a lack of imagination here. It's basically what he wore on Batman Beyond, only with the shoulder thing and a more traditional hope symbol
2: with red negative space. It's fine. I got to disagree with you on this one. You don't like this one? You're, I. What I like mm-hmm. is, first of all, this episode spends two acts... In the other universe, before we realize, oh, these aren't our guys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I like. And the new Superman, the one that kills now, is wearing white. I just love the symbolism, you know, the obvious symbolism. But like, look, this is he—he he, he didn't go all Edge Lordy. They're not all wearing like spiky black costumes. Yeah. He's he's not wearing, he's wearing his uh,
4: und- brave new Metropolis outfit.
2: <laughs> yeah, or his Section Thirty-One uniform. We've all seen the black badges. <laughs> um, but like, it's—it looks like if Superman or, wanted or his to-
4: Snyder Cut outfit. <laughs>
2: Uh-huh. If Superman wanted to, you know, look a little brighter and a little more optimistic, mm-hmm. but also at the same time he's worse. I just I like the disconnect there. I think
4: the only reason it didn't work with me was like I've seen the Batman Beyond episode and I was like, oh, okay, they just did that again. You're right. Um, but also
2: it it's sort of pre it, it's sort of, well, no I don't is Supergirl in that in the white costume yet? I can't remember. I think she was wearing blue last time we saw. Uh I, I hmm. think
3: so. I thought she started
4: with the white. No, she started
3: with you the, might she be started right. with
2: the white. She had like a, a white okay. crop top and a little denim skirt cuz
4: she, yeah. she cuz she wasn't your daddy's Supergirl. No, she, she was, a, great, was not. a cool hip new Supergirl and for
2: the 90s with white Mickey Mouse gloves from 1931.
4: <laughs> oh, Mm-hmm. Well, that's because she has a anyway. when she pulls her rabbit out of her hat, you know?
0: Uh-huh.
4: Again? <laughs> <laughs> All right, please continue. Number five, Wonder Woman. Uh, I think Diana absolutely could rock short hair, but this style, which is mm-hmm. swooped over on top and then too long at the back, it isn't. Oh, goddammit, as I was writing it, I realized she's got Donald Trump's haircut. <laughs> Oof.
3: I loved that haircut until I read that and then I got sad. <laughs> and then you look at it again this and you go This is what you guys did to me uh, with Sarah. Thank you. You you, ru- you ruined a great dyke haircut. Well, that's what I was mm-hmm. thinking is
4: that like if you just give her like like Vixens hair basically, like yeah. she'd look great. But, you know, like a pixie cut? Yeah, exactly. Just like uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like Kim Deal from the Pixies. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, the uh, rest of her outfit is basically just a Donna Troy costume, which means that, like Donna Troy, it looks like an eighties rhythmic
2: gymnastics uniform. Do Do you mean Deanna Troy? No, I mean yeah. Donna Troy. No, I know this is somebody from the comics. I don't care. But also, if since you're she rip doesn't off show the Donna up in the
3: show, use the Star costume. It looks well, so much better.
4: That's exactly it. Donna Troy has had a good costume and a costume that looks like you know it was designed for use on a 1970s TV series because it was
2: (laughs) I'm just happy to not see Wonder Woman in her damn bikini so you know it is nice I I, I do I do enjoy it when Wonder Woman wears pants yeah, uh, and much like Diana Troy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Number six is Hawk Girl. Somebody had to throw up a brick here, and it's the Thanagarian. Uh, for one thing, her helmet is swapped out for a Hawkworld-inspired one, which makes sense given that Hawkworld is about the Hawk people being a fascist police state. But it just doesn't look good in this style. Uh, I re- was reminded as I was writing that that the um, all the other Thanagarians in the upcoming series finale wear these kinds of helmets. Mm. So I was like, okay, maybe they were seeding that, but still, I. She just. It's a. She it's just an put on her look. soldier helmet. Yeah. Mm. Um, and apart from that, uh, her outfit is just a plain brown bodysuit, brown up top, brown on bottom, and instead of having a different color on the shoulders, much like Diana Troy, she has just no shoulders. Um, mm-hmm. And she usually has her shoulders out, but with an outfit that looks better with that, and she's not wearing. You know, full-length gloves. I don't know. It's a weird look, and it's got a little hawk head poking up out of her decolletage. <laughs> so my question is, how does that thing stay up? Shouldn't it be falling down all the time?
3: That's I, the miracle I, of synth metal, Brian. I think Kate and Beaton how
4: does wrote. How she a,
2: type with boxing gloves on? <laughs> I think Kate,
4: Kate Beaton wrote a comic about when um the Invisible Woman had the uh, the four cut out of her cleavage. Yep. And it kept it keeps falling down, and she has to keep poking it back in place. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's I, that,
2: that's what I, I was I, thinking of there. I have not agreed with all of these but I 100% agree with you on Hot Girls. that was a dud. It was just I, almost, it was
4: just brown and like well, too many shoulders which does
3: Ma- not And once no, Maggie no said no superhero should wear brown one.
2: Yeah, it's that it's, is true. But one one they're Nazis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Two uh you mentioned uh Judge Dredd so the helmet kind of maybe was meant to evoke that? No, it was I mean was, that checks out.
4: It was distinctly it was I'm trying to think now of superheroes who wear brown. I'm distracting myself. Right? Um, well, Wolverine, I guess. Uh, um, yeah, I think he might be sometimes. the only one who
3: makes it work. And Brown is his mm-hmm. best costume.
4: <laughs> and I suppose by extension, D-Man. Oh no, he had
2: an old Daredevil suit. Oh, there's suit.
3: some. No, he, yeah, he had yellow Daredevil.
2: There's some. Um, there's UPS Man. Wait, no, that's just the Ooh. UPS Man. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's Phil Lamarr on TV. All right. Um, is he really? Damn it. The. Uh, there you go. So that that's what they were
4: going for. Um, it's an '80s reboot of Hawkman where. They were I just put it in the uh, the chat window. Um oh, it's called that Hawk is, World. That so is yeah, very you, if, beaky. If you just search Hawk World you'll see the uh yeah. the, the outfit that they were uh trying to accomplish. Pre- pretty 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 decent look. comic. I, um, I really
3: like the art on this one. I got this ca- a copy of this kicking around somewhere.
4: Yeah. But even then, like by like the third issue, they gave him wings. <laughs> yep. Cause he
2: got promoted um, or something. I do think the costumes are all distinct enough from their original versions, so when they fight, that's good. I mm-hmm. had a real problem. Listen, no one will sing the praises of Kevin, the late, great Kevin Conroy more than I. I mean, you guys will do it at the same level as I do, because mm-hmm. he's amazing. But, uh, except Brian, who's a traitor and thinks Diedrich Bader's better, so shut up, Brian. I
4: don't um, think Kevin Conroy's bad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't appreciate I know, that I know. characterization. I'm,
3: uh, <laughs> you come I'm into saying, my
2: house. <laughs> he's... I think he's amazing, and uh, I do not think not giving the other Batman a different vocal quality was easy to follow when they're having a long conversation <laughs> with each other in the That Bat was a game. rough one. They're having
4: a talking yeah. like this
2: contest. <laughs> they were indeed having that. Also, uh, Jason uh, pointed out uh, their mouths weren't moving through a lot of it, and I think what they were doing is like, this is the one who isn't talking, <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know it's the other Oh, yeah, the they're doing the shot-reverse-shot thing. and yeah. Which is which is cool, but it does it adds to the confusion, I think, when mm-hmm. you're trying to get your bearings and I say okay, <laughs> it's he's maybe, not talking, which means the other one is talking It's
4: maybe which, not something you can pull off in simplified TV animation.
2: yeah, you know. exactly. That said, there was a particular piece of sound design that I do want to call attention to, which this will be my good thing since uh, since the Mr. Scarface thing was nothing anyway. There's a bit where they meet the justice Lords and the two groups are talking, and while they're talking. Superman's having a side conversation with Jean, and they never do this where you hear the other people talking at a low level. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So you can hear our character stuff. like crosstalk is yeah. so difficult to pull off so that your ear can hear the main conversation, but not get distracted by the other, but they mixed it so that it wasn't distracting. It's just like, no, they're talking. So they can't like during the conversation. So those guys don't know what they're talking about. Like, good job. Mm, that was really cool. It's just, it's such a it's such a little thing it's mm-hmm. a thing you do in real life but it's a thing you almost never see in animation because it's so hard to do well you know? it's it's
4: why you know and I'm sure this is ground you've covered before of course but like it's why this show is so good like it it did go the extra step to well, make people, these things work
2: yeah yeah no and people always and rightly sing the praises of the designs and the actual animation mm-hmm. and, and like you know because I'm a sound guy it's for me it's mostly the the voice acting, the score to some extent, and and the sound design. Mm-hmm. It's all excellent. Love it. Although the score leaned heavily on the synthesized orchestra sounds this time and it th- yeah. an episode of the scale really could have used something a little better. They were going yeah, for an operatic tone, I guess. But it, Yeah, they could have hired an orchestra like they did in the old days. Mm-hmm.
3: It really just it sort of just bounced off for me, like it Yeah. It's just
2: it might as well have been nothing. Well, keyboards have, as far as I can tell, never been able to mimic, like, correctly mimic the sounds of horns ever. Mm. They sound real bad.
4: Oh, I, you've also seen The Princess Bride? Uh, well, Look,
2: yes. We all love that movie. I but... thought I didn't like Billy Crystal until, oh, yeah. until Soap, actually. So we all
4: like that movie, but it's got a synth soundtrack, which is kind of rough. Yeah.
2: Look, Maggie sat through a lot of John Carpenter movies. She knows.
4: <laughs> oh, no. Maggie
3: got to sit through a lot of John Carpenter movies. How dare you? Oh, I'm he?
2: not saying it was tedious, but I'm <laughs> saying the scores were maybe not the best part of it. I them. like I'm, his synth music. All right. I like when occasionally
4: he scores a movie that he didn't direct.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked when he released a uh, CD of scores for movies that didn't exist. Oh, I,
2: like, I didn't know about that. That's very good. Yes, that's, pretty a, new. that's a David Lynch move there. Yeah. Um... Yeah, what is it?
4: Uh, uh, lost themes, I think it was called.
3: Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes.
4: There it is. Very yeah, good. lost themes. Yeah. and yeah, they, they all Not just to had be like confused with the lost theme. A title of like a movie, like "Alive mm-hmm. After Death" or "The Weeping Ghost."
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. He did this in between playing uh, Call of Duty and Fallout
2: Four. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's talk about Lois. That, let's talk about those Baby scene Is so good. <clears throat> yeah. Well. I mean, she's always been, like, we did this story already yeah. in Brave New Metropolis, and she, her being dead is what made Superman like this, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if you're going to revisit it, she's going to hate this. So, like, what we need to learn from
3: this is that no one can ever kill anyone Superman knows, or else he'll <laughs> just freak the fuck out. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, I've lost a few people who are close to me over the years, and I never tr- tried to take over the world.
2: Yeah, I have, but uh, I'm just very bad at it. mm <sighs> Like... I'm gonna get to it. I promise I am. It's been on my list. I will get to it.
3: After I to After we bring God, back Endeavor. <laughs> Kryptonians will enslave all of humanity before going to
2: therapy. Uh, <laughs> no. But Lois, just, like, they got Dana Delaney back for maybe five minutes yep. of work. Well, I mean, I'm sure it was more than that, of work. But well, they the put a uh,
3: regular Lois shows up at one point, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know. But 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 this is the Lois we're gonna remember yes. from this episode. Just... just 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 letting into him and it's so and he looks a little sheepish like because he knows she's right but mm-hmm. also he just keeps doing his thing anyway and it's oh mm-hmm. god I missed her
3: well and I love like she is the most angry she has ever been in her entire life and he's treating it like, she, like he's the put upon husband in a sitcom
2: well because it's two years of this now he doesn't like he's like oh yeah I don't have to listen to you if I don't want to yeah I which can is just leave super shitty mm-hmm. yeah it's great, like it's it, the dynamic works because it's so shitty. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And they do this weird. I think it was a nod to Batman Returns, where he's, where the, uh, one of them says the soup is cold, and uh, uh, in in Batman Returns, it's uh, it's vichyssoise, so mm-hmm. it's supposed oh. to be cold. And here it's gazpacho, but same same thing. Mm-hmm. I think Batman <laughs> Returns are not the same dwarf. Soup, but
4: gazpacho is the yeah, one exactly. the kids knew because of the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Well, red dwarf. Yes,
2: <laughs> the cool kids knew red dwarf. Yes,
4: <laughs> did they?
2: I, I well, mean we were cool when we and I knew did. Red
3: Dwarf, so clearly were yeah. we were. <laughs>
4: we
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> right, I knew I it was, from the books right, first. I'm the cool. coolest one of all.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was on a comic book message board. I
2: was extremely cool. <laughs> oh you were on you were on TV talking about comic books. You were the coolest. Mm-hmm. <gasps> uh oh, I love that this is Doomsday. He's just a throwaway monster. That's yep. nothing because that's what Doomsday is. Oh, pa- don't devote a whole episode to him because it's a stupid idea. Well, didn't didn't Paul Dini hate him? I think that I might know. be right. Yeah, I think I think it was that one of sounds those. Right,
4: I think he was like Sam Raimi and Venom. Like people kept being like, "Use Doomsday," and he was like, "I don't wanna." <laughs> I mean, Doomsday well, sucks.
2: Doomsday. I not- feel like when you're breaking this story, it's like okay, some big threat comes from space, and then they defeat it. Uh, here's where we use up Doomsday. Yeah.
4: Fine. <laughs> they're, they're I. I- are interesting ways to use Doomsday, but you would Mm -hmm. need to work in his rather complex origin that was only come up with, like, 20 years after he debuted. Yep. Where he, like, he keeps dying and resurrecting, and every time he does, he becomes more and more unkillable, and actually, they just did that on Superman and Lois. They had um, Lex Luthor tortured Bizarro until he became Doomsday. Huh.
2: Um yeah, okay I hate that in in uh, theory, but maybe it was good. It,
4: it was in Well, okay, can I just digress from our prepared remarks here to mention it's weird that every time Lex Luthor shows up in live action now he has a beard. That is weird. Because he was yeah. um on Superman Lois he was I can't remember his name, but he he's a dude from The Walking Dead and he had a he had a big beard. Uh and I then John
3: Cryer was the uh Lex over there.
4: No, uh Superman and Lois is in a different was universe. Supergirl. Uh he's oh. in the Supergirl universe. It's that it's like it's a whole thing. I don't remember exactly how it works sure. out. Or like he's in the CW universe, which merged with Supergirl, but Superman and Lois takes place in the whatever. I think they just wanted an excuse to recast characters if they had to.
3: All right. Yeah. I imagine um, this person probably takes le- like is paid less than John Cryer.
4: <laughs> that there is definitely that. But John Cryer also had a beard. This is
2: what I'm saying.
3: Yeah. No. Also, um, good Lex. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm, he, he I'm did so a I'm so glad job. he got
2: to redeem himself after playing Lex's nephew, Lenny, in Superman 4. I mean, I'm um, so glad he got
3: to redeem himself after being on Two and a Half Men for 12 years.
2: It was, oh, yeah. uh, Michael
4: Kudlitz, uh, is the actor's name. Uh, but then he also showed up for, like, one episode on Titans, uh, it was Titus Welliver, um, who would be a great Luthor in general, but they gave him this, like, he's got, like, a straight-up, like, wizard beard, like, it was coming down to, like, his collarbone. Oh, weird. Yeah, they're all bald, but they I all think... had beards.
2: Mm-hmm. I think the Harley show has, has set the tone, and they should cast John uh, Carlo Esposito oh, as, uh, as Lex and something. That good so good. Lex. He's so good yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah, and look, he's just playing the character he played in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, but that's fine. That guy's amazing. Yeah.
4: Do you know the Gotham people pitched a Metropolis TV show that was going to be about Lex and Lois solving mysteries?
2: I did know that, yes. It made me sad. Which one of them is a blogger? Because there's always a blogger mm-hmm. in these things. Probably
4: Lois. Maybe Jimmy. Yeah. Listen, in that very good Jimmy Olsen series, he was a vlogger. So I'm, I'm going to say uh, Lois and Lex Solving Mysteries is better than
3: what Gotham was, which was insane. <laughs> Wasn't that a show that you
2: and your mother delighted to watch yes, together? Yes, my though? mom and I bonded over our love of Gotham, a terrible yeah. fucking television show. Yeah, but it's a force of good in your life, mm-hmm. so, you know, brought you closer to your
4: mom. That's always yeah. good. And then they had a new Gotham series that lasted for one season and nobody even remembers it was on, even though it was this year. Are you talking about
3: Pennyworth?
4: I'm talking about Gotham Knights.
2: Uh, excuse oh, me. Please please use the entire title of the show you just referenced. Oh,
3: yes. I'm oh. Sc- excuse me. Uh, Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's butler.
4: Thank you. <laughs> Literally a Teen Titans joke. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, it was all about um, uh, Duella Denton, Carrie Kelly and Harper Rowe and Stephanie Brown. Wow. Uh, everybody's favorite character, sure like oh fighting, uh, uh, fighting uh, the court of owls. You know, Al's oh favorite God. villains. Jesus I and he didn't owls. even have like any like people on it. The like it, I, Harvey Dent was a was a supernatural guy, not one of the main two, but like a pretty high up there guy. Mm-hmm. Like, did they have like a third friend that was with them most of the time? Yeah, I didn't he, watch he, Supernatural. John was he guy?
3: Was
2: he that guy that talks <laughs> like this all the
3: time? Yeah, the John Constantine guy. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, sounds right. I feel, I feel like same, I've seen him in that, a
2: trench coat. That same guy in uh, Doom Patrol. I checked. Ah. I checked. He was... Ah, yeah, uh, oh, dude, the magic, you know. He's, he's, he's the cool.
4: actor's name is Misha Collins, and he played an angel on oh. Supernatural.
2: Yep, that's the John no, Constantine I'd, guy. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of uh, the other guy. Um, yeah. The one that sounds yeah, like what I was just saying. The
4: the one, No, yeah, the Doom Patrol guy that um, is clearly... Yeah. Is It'll clearly... Grant wanted to use um,
2: uh, John Constantine, but they wouldn't let him for mm-hmm. some reason. As I recall... As I recall Grant did not want to use Oh is that the problem? oh he didn't want to tie it into I th- I might rem- I may be remembering wrong, but they were like, uh yeah, you know, actually fuck Alan Moore. I could do this better.
3: I thought he wanted to use him and Alan was uh, Alan Moore was using him over in Swamp Thing.
2: Maybe maybe you're right. I just like uh like uh, building up their rivalry yeah. in my mind. I think. <laughs> it's
3: fair. No, the only in rivalry fact, I like to build up cap- is
4: Grant Morrison and Alan Moore teaming up to beat up Mark Miller.
3: See, I like Grant yeah, Morrison versus all animals. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, there are only seven stories about Grant Morrison, but they're <laughs> all great. <laughs> um, Actually, they like I read their book, and they don't have like they talked about Alan Moore extensively, and mm. there is not one bad word about the guy in the whole thing. So oh, yeah. uh, that is awesome. You know, He's
3: def- yeah. I've definitely I've definitely heard him say bad things about Mark
2: Miller. Oh, all the time.
4: But one of my favorite uh, catty celebrity quotes is when now uh, he says like, "Well, we do live in the same area, so I might run into him now and again. But when I do, I hope I'm going 100 miles per hour." <laughs> so fucking funny. Uh,
2: okay. I I checked. um... Sorry. One, one more, Mm -hmm. one more quick thing on that. Uh, they described, um, Warren Ellis comics as a bunch of bastards going to get a bunch of other bastards to do some bastard things. Yep, (laughs) Nailed it. Yeah. Perfect.
4: Yeah. That's accurate. Um, mm-hmm. I checked um uh Grant Morrison wanted to use uh Constantine, but they were not allowed, ah. uh, because the Constantine series was at the time very like he's a magic guy, but it was like super realistic. So editorial oh, didn't uh, uh, editorial didn't want to want
2: to go for in for their
4: coup. Yeah, for like a <laughs> yeah, drug trip. Whatever kind nonsense. of crazy bullshit you're doing over in Doom Patrol. Yeah, uh, no, that's ab- so,
3: that absolutely true. Um
4: mm-hmm. they created that and but um I- uh, they it says he was designed based on Richard E. Grant in Withnall and I, uh, yep, which I can yep. see. Uh, and then later, um, another writer, Phil Foglio, wanted to use um, Constantine, and they said no. And he said, fine, well, I'll use Willoughby Kipling. And they said no. So he created a third no. guy, which yep. I don't think anybody Street remembers.
3: Guys. And that's where the trench coat Brigade comes from.
2: <laughs> <laughs> huh. um, speaking of uh, Mark Miller, Warren Ellis, those kind of guys, mm-hmm. this This episode was definitely a meditation on what was just starting to happen in comics Mm -hmm. then, like the authority and stuff like that. And it was pretty timely, like they hadn't overrun the market with this stuff yet. It was still a new thing of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but what if superheroes really just impose their will? And like, and I remember at the time thinking, wow, that was quick. Mm hmm. Like, well, comics hadn't, like, yeah, like yeah there had been mm-hmm. things like Dark Knight Returns or whatever, but not, you know, not specifically about this kind of thing. And I just, I don't know.
4: Well, I know that I they, mean, I, they specifically wanted to use the crime syndicate initially, and, like, mm-hmm. I it had to be, like, a year before this. Um, uh, Graham Morrison, again, uh, had written mm-hmm. a really good crime syndicate comic called Earth 2. Yep. Um... Uh, which was about Earth three, but they never mentioned it. Um, mm-hmm. And he, uh, or, or um, the, the the crime syndicate, yeah. was like fully reimagined from the ground up, you know, mm-hmm. based on mm-hmm. the shitty old sixties. What if they were all bad guys? Thing, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's very good. Uh, and but then they were like, this 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 shit's a little too dark. <laughs> um, and so mm-hmm. I, it nobody confirmed because it's. A Marvel thing, but they're definitely doing Squadron Supreme here. Yeah, all right, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's it's, still it's a a totalitarian Justice League that are still undeniably heroes, but undeniably going too far, and eventually their Batman turns on them.
2: Yeah, right. Um, No, I, I, I've read it. I know, but I like, like I said at the time, I felt like it was really more of a thing on the authority. Oh no, definitely that also. Yeah,
4: Mm.
2: yeah. A lot of comics writers were like, oh, is this the new direction now? Let's make pale imitations of it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And And then DC was like, let's do this for the next 20 years. (laughs) And put it in movies, Mm because, yeah, Brian was right to call out, this is basically Zack Snyder's vision of Superman right here. What's the problem? It's all fine.
3: This is the thing. I've seen so many versions of Fascist fascist Superman, and all of them are terrible, uh, Mm -hmm. except... This one, honestly.
2: Well, we saw the one in Brave New Metropolis was pretty good, but mm-hmm. I I said this at the time, they go to this well a lot. Yeah. This this is definitely the best realization of this concept well, in these series, mm-hmm. I think. But Well, well think one of the uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. DC always
3: feels like the only way to make Superman cool is to make him a fascist. You know? Yeah, you yeah but these, guys, guy know cool. the these fucking, guys know better. The whole fucking These guys know better, so they,
2: they, they did a whole episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
3: The whole Injustice game series is about that. You yeah, know right
2: yeah. yeah i remember and that cuz that dropped around the same time as the snyder movies were coming out and it's like i guess this is superman this now this is what
3: we're doing now boy i like but, those games
2: just as games but everybody who I mean, kept trying to
3: convince
4: games. me that like the comic was worth reading i was like nah i don't think it's probably it's not
3: i <laughs> i mean the guy who wrote wrote it is very talented but like the conce- like just the concept stops me
2: you know yeah neil gaiman is very talented but mm-hmm. the um the eternals cool. comic that he wrote is not very good like boy it sure the- isn't
4: I you know. read his Kid Eternity recently, and I really liked that, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, maybe I'll check out his Eternals. And I was like, Nope. Is, yeah. That is Nothing. tedious. Or, uh, Nothing in this world
3: or any other can make the Eternals interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I didn't hate the movie. Um, well,
3: the, you're welcome uh, to it. I, I was saying that as far what as I, fashion
4: Superman w- goes, one of the things that makes Earth uh, Earth 2 work is that they don't depict Superman as this, like or Ultraman, rather, as this mm-hmm. brilliant world-conquering... Fascist. He's just like a thug and an asshole, and a, like yeah. kinda, he's kind of like a dumb jock who has superpowers yeah, and he's
2: never got tired of bullying people. And we th- did at least one of those stories in the uh, the direct video movies we used to do for mm-hmm. the Patreon. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm-
4: oh yeah, yeah. They did a uh, uh, Crisis
2: on uh, Two Earths. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And exactly. yeah, James I, Woods be playing a shitty villain, which is weird. But yeah, shocking. Oh, man, that James Woods. It's too bad he's so talented, because God, he sucks.
4: I've said this before, that, like, my instinct is to say, you know, the worst part, but it's obviously not the worst part. The worst part is that these no. people are terrible, but, like, it's yeah. somehow worse when they're talented. Like, we didn't lose mm-hmm. anything when we lost Dean Kane, but...
2: Yeah, Kevin Sorbo, nobody's crying about oh, that.
3: Oh, no,
4: not Kevin <laughs> Sorbo. Uh, but, yeah. you know, when, when, like, you know, James Woods turns into an asshole, it's like, oh, man, you Thanks. were good. Great. that's wonderful.
2: Yeah. Um, what I wanted to say was, uh, Maggie, you're right that they like comics always try to say, "Hey, Superman's more interesting this way," mm-hmm. and it feels like this is this show's definitive. Like, mm-hmm. look, no, he's not. It's yeah. bad, and he's gonna lose. Yeah. Like, it's it's them sort of taking a stand on that. Mm-hmm. They did it, and then they made it go away, mm-hmm. and I'm, I was very happy about that.
3: Yeah, so. that's the thing. You can do this as like a one off uh, yeah. as yeah. a villain, but or, the message can, has to be it.
2: Superman is not right to do this. Yeah, no.
4: And they didn't even, it's like, important. like they really, this is a much more, because usually when Superman goes, you know, evil in these things, he's, like, full-blown going around murdering everybody. But this was a mm. Superman who was still trying to make the world good. He wasn't just trying to control it. He was trying, like, he apologizes to fake George Bush at the beginning. He's yeah. like, sorry, we just don't think you're ready yet to have elections
3: yeah no. Mm-hmm. and listen l- elections will eventually be restored mm-hmm. when we think it's time,
2: like yeah, we will that... definitely hand power back so say people who get yeah. power in and emergency situations. you know he believed it, yeah, but you know, like that's Julius Caesar George's old Patriot act yeah. and see if that's still in effect. oh, look, it is
3: no mm. way, no, Sorry. this is the interesting thing about this like it, he's not like a raging like tyrant yeah. and he's not like a bully or anything. He's our Superman. He's just like, no, the only way to keep everyone safe is if I'm in charge. And mm-hmm. if I'm I had charge, a moment,
2: I had a brainstorm where I thought killing Luthor would be the right thing. And look how much better everything is. I was right. It's so worked out way, man. so
3: well for everyone. Yeah. Okay. I had to kill one guy and I feel
4: kind mm-hmm. of bad about it. Look, uh, look at where we are. Five minutes ago, there was a Lex Luthor. Now there mm-hmm. isn't one. Five mm-hmm. minutes ago, Look, he, was, much he was, was standing with saved. his finger over the button to launch nukes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he was—he was going to blow up the world rather than go to jail. Again. Yeah, yeah,
4: which is I which is weird. Love he he usually doesn't mind jail, traditionally speaking.
3: I this because he knows he can leave as, anytime he wants. This is also played mm-hmm. up as kind of an unhinged Luther, like you, he was I, definitely I like
4: wild-eyed. Like he, before yeah, Superman comes in, he's like shoving documents into his briefcase, being like, "It could have worked. It could have worked. I could have shown them all." Ah the. I mean all of you
3: are against me. All skeletons are against me.
2: It, this is just this is just the last moments of the Nixon presidency. Yeah, basically. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they gave him the dignified ride in the helicopter, so you don't know about this other part. <laughs>
4: Pray with me, Henry. Um um, um the I've got her, uh God, Superman Haru. <laughs> uh, the thing that I know is Such I I is. Uh, despite my joke and my summary, uh, they were the justice lords the entire time and I think that's mm-hmm. yes. a real neat way of showing like oh the stuff we're looking at now, it changed. Like, the seeds of this were planted so much earlier, because yes. when they when they find yep. out, they're like, yeah, but the weird thing is they don't call themselves the Justice Lords. And so, yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, they always had that, whereas League, this this Fellowship, is Yeah,
3: and that name is very, um, mm, excuse yeah. me?
4: As
2: <laughs> so, soon as you call yourself that, it's like, you know. Yeah. But, but that kind of plot twist is the kind of thing I hated for seven years on Voyager. Like, <laughs> ugh. You've blown my mind. Good job. But they did it. They pulled yeah. it off effectively where I was like, oh shit, I wasn't watching the real guys. You
4: didn't like that episode? I love <laughs> the Voyage Lords.
2: Didn't <laughs> they you all melt Nealix? at the end? <laughs> yeah, I think they did. Yeah. You're right. All the Voyage no, I... Lords melted. Uh, on the way back to their home planet? On the way
3: back to their... Literally on the way back to their home planet. Yeah. What a I... stupid
2: episode. Uh-huh. I really like how the... The whole Lex sequence plays out, mm-hmm. like, like yeah. There's the there's the insane Lex, whatever. But Superman making the decision, his eyes lighting mm-hmm. up, cutting away. Which that's a real Snyder thing, also.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, but it was good here. Well, it was Wonder Woman. Well, Batman downstairs says, "Do you smell something?" Which is insane. Yeah, Do that's you the smell? smell. Something Do you sm- is so yeah.
3: fucking funny, by the way. That's. But
2: also, yeah, how good is Batman's nose? nose? Yeah, I don't know. But the White House is not a small building. <laughs> <laughs> Pro- but that's probably, a dis- but my point is, I trained myself to recognize kids- every kind of meat.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, it was a good line, okay? It was, it was, it was. I'm nitpicking for funny. And my, my point is, it smells like
3: Alfred's making bacon.
2: <laughs> kids love Justice League. Long bacon. <laughs> you guys have completely undermined it, damn it. <laughs> You're right, it was the silly scene, what am I
4: talking um, about? No, it, it was an excellent scene, and actually for all my joking about how obviously it was the Oval Office, and so the dramatic reveal really wasn't, uh, I can say, when I was a kid, it
2: did take me by surprise.
4: Oh, yeah. Because I was a kid, I and I see, don't I recognize was, the
2: Oval Office that easily. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was supposed to be a dramatic reveal because they say the word president and he reaches for the nuclear button. It's pretty
4: obvious mm. what's going on. I don't know. They, I, I think it was supposed to be. They played a dramatic sting when it pulled down. It was like, it's the White House. Because they didn't have an establishing
2: shot of it. I guess so. I don't know. But they gave us so many other things. Mm. Did
4: they say president, though?
2: pretty sure they did. I mean, again, the button, that Mm -hmm. that threat means nothing if you don't know what it is.
4: Okay. How many buttons does Lex Luthor have
2: that do terrible things?
3: I mean, honestly, that could have been the button (laughs) that brought the guy in who brings him his Diet
2: Coke, so... (laughs) I guess so, but the presidential seal on the desk was kind of a... uh... Wonder
4: Woman stole his hair. (laughs) Good
2: Good hair. (laughs) Oh... Please do not compare Donald Trump to an evil genius, please. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I have always said this. Lex Luthor was a much better president.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, he put together uh. a
2: competent cabinet, at least.
4: Wasn't mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Wasn't Amanda Waller's chief of staff?
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, we're not, we're, I mean, you guys are talking about the comics again. But, yes. Uh...
4: Uh, I Amanda just Waller checked they not do not call him president in the opening scene. Nobody gets called president until George Bush, who, now that I think about it, I guess was Luthor's vice
2: president. <laughs> Maybe.
3: I can't imagine wanting to spend that much time with him.
2: <laughs> uh, this episode did come out around the time that we were gearing up to invade Iraq, though, so they were definitely, mm-hmm. like, commenting on that stuff, so, uh, yeah, yeah. fuck you, George. Oh no, that was, I remember, it was, uh,
4: it was not, like, he didn't have any sort of accent, and it was
2: not a, um... No, it looked like it, but it,
4: it was—it wasn't like a dead-on caricature, but it was like no. a—it was like a okay. We know what you're going for.
2: Yeah, when you're when you're watching like any kind of fictionalized version of anything, and the president shows up, you're looking. Okay, which one is he? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, yep, that's the guy. Okay, yeah. it's obviously not Clinton. So, uh, I do like at the end, Lex. Uh, so, I've read this in the DC Wiki. This was a, this was a gem. The. Little speech that he gives at the end, saying uh, maybe I'll get into politics, was apparently uh, paraphrased from the president of AOL Time Warner who had just stepped down. <laughs> oh, jeez! It's these guys grinding axes against oh, their old boss basically. No, wait a minute.
4: No, uh, there was a, there, there was something he said in that speech that I thought sounded familiar to me, and I meant to look yeah, it up, but they, I didn't. It was it was. They took some lines from that. Yeah, I, I must have like I must have heard one of them. I don't know at some point.
2: There's a couple of good little bits like that. There's mm. also apparently the Superman robots at Arkham. Uh, most of the dialogue they speak are lines that uh, unpopular lines from Superman, it says <laughs> like like maybe in the writer's room. They're like, Jesus, why did we write that for him? That's that's an embarrassment. That's really so,
3: funny because all or I could, maybe stuff that the book, oh, go ahead. All I can think of was RoboCop and RoboCop, too, when he's got like all like yeah. all of the uh, the the rules that he has to follow. So he can't do anything.
2: Yep. yep. Uh, might have just been trolling <laughs> well, uh, message board people or something too. Mm-hmm. Like, just hey, just to go back the to bad uh, lines again
4: to Graham Morrison again. That's what happens to Two Face mm-hmm. in Arkham Asylum. Um, oh, yeah. They they introduce the concept of more choices to him, and then eventually he's just paralyzed.
2: <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Uh, but what I like when he says, you know, maybe I'll try politics. He's like, I think I'm done with the world of business, and I just remembered the previous episode where we saw LexCorp, mm-hmm. and it's like. No, you're not done with business. Mercy won't let you back in. She's changed all the locks. You're not welcome there. You're just spinning this to sound like it was your idea. Mercy, open the door. This isn't funny. It's cold out here. (laughs) It's my company, and you're going to be arrested for trespassing in three minutes.
4: I'm going to put LexCorp into a blind trust and have it run by my sons, Lex Jr. and Eric. Mm -hmm. Um, I checked the transcript because I, I st- he had a big red bushy beard <laughs> and, he, and he was mm-hmm. dating Supergirl who was mm-hmm. uh, a mushy purple alien. What a weird mm-hmm. time in comics. Um, boy, it sure was. I checked the transcript. It was the, there's no poetry in it that had to come from that guy's speech. Like mm-hmm. it was, it, it's so pointed.
2: Yep. I just like the grinding axes against their old boss. That's very good. Oh, yeah.
4: I also, I also scrolled past another, um, it's Lois's response to, um, uh, Superman lobotomizing Doomsday, um, uh, which is a real it, it, interesting look at their relationship.
1: Superman, what did you do to that creature? any comment. You lobotomized him.
4: What's your question, Lois? Yep. Uh, oh, that was so, yeah, very good. So.
2: Oh, uh, we need to start wrapping things up, but, uh, Maggie, you and I haven't done our bad things yet, so you go first. Oh Oh,
3: right, uh. This episode ends with Superman writing an American flag and uh, fuck off. How about that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, hate I was that not shit. happy about that. I mean, look, truth, justice, in the American way, that is tied to Superman. Not but anymore. You're, you're not wrong.
4: You're
2: uh, not wrong. Listen, I, I know we're trying to wrap it up, but I would just like to point out that truth, justice, in the American
4: way was not the original phrase. They're just changing yeah, it back okay, to what it originally was. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm more addressing people who get angry at that, who I have to assume don't mm-hmm. listen to this show.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's. I'm not angry at it, but it. Is oh no like no no so no God, not Superman you! Terrible because... people! <laughs> oh no, I'm terrible. Don't worry. <laughs> oh yeah, but for <laughs> different up. reasons. All right, <laughs> I'm great. I, mean, I will conquer the world one day. I mm-hmm. promise. You say that, but you know, it's on my list. Okay. <laughs> um,
4: you. S- no, I mean, you that's say that. You say that. People's... You say that before you know it, the Joker's uh, taken the Daily Planet hostage and killed your best friend Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, wait, I forgot she dies in Afghanistan. My best friend is Tilo, and if the planet from the Daily Planet rolls over on her, I'm going to be so mad because (laughs) she's been complaining about that for years. (laughs)
4: Uh, I'm sorry, she's complaining about the coolest thing in DC Comics.
2: Look, I agree with you, but she thinks it's a hazard in a city with Superman and a million supervillains that are always trying to knock it over, which is a fair argument. It's definitely better than
4: the big light-up L on the top of Luthor's tower. Man, you ain't Mm -hmm.
2: kidding. Uh my bad thing. So uh alternate Batman looks at Flash and says something real clumsy. He's like uh, you know in our world uh some guy is dead whose name is F- uh never mind. And it's like Batman, you're better than that. Mm-hmm. Like, he basically handed him a plot point by slipping up, and, like, Batman doesn't slip up. That was, that was just kind of lazy.
4: Well, as I mentioned in the summary, Batman's kind of... He's weirdly, like, a bummer in this episode, like, even by Batman standards. He mm. doesn't try to escape from the evil Batman no. prison, because he's like, No, he thought of everything I would have thought of. There's no way I'll be able to escape. And I'm like... Okay, he's not the same person as you. He's evil. Like, that should be enough for you to grasp on and say, like, I bet we're at least different in a few ways. I, uh,
3: I think... I, okay. I like the idea that uh, the, o- the only way to escape from that trap was uh, what Batman would never think of, relying on the Flash. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, when Jr. was on a few weeks ago, he said this is the turning point for Flash. This yeah. is when he starts like getting better, and, and, and he was pretty good in was. this. Yeah, he, he yeah, yeah I, I, I like him in this one. Yeah, me too, and, and you know, he's d- the heart of the team. Mm-hmm. But-
4: not to do the 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 spoiler space thing, but this episode sets up a lot of what comes up later in the series oh, it sure uh, in, when it switches over to JLU because yeah. Luthor being president as a thing comes back. Um, there's uh, the Justice Lords kind of
2: come back in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, well, question question sees what happened here. Yeah, and yeah. Question, freaks the yeah. fuck out because he's like, "This is all going to come true again. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is inevitable." Well, yeah, I like, like he's oh, no, that's right
4: because he realizes that the Justice Lords. Universe was like, you know, three. Their calendar was like three years advanced from ours. So he's like, yeah. that wasn't an alternate universe. That was the future. And like, he's wrong, but like, mm-hmm. that's compelling. Mm-hmm.
2: No, it's all very good. And all the Cadmus stuff and the retcon on Doomsday. There's a lot of. There's a lot of good stuff. I yeah. love, love that.
4: Love that Doomsday retcon. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, same. Now that I think about it, the Thanagarians never invaded in the Justice Lords universe, did they?
2: Well, no, because she huh. just decided, well, I guess they've made themselves a the fascist utopia. Yeah, uh, don't we'll need we'll
4: do anything. <laughs> guys, don't worry. They're doing it already. Yeah, they invaded themselves. We're good. Mm-hmm. I put on the new helmet. <laughs> yeah. I also, Back
3: to the... Uh, oh, go ahead. I'll keep it quick. I also really like the idea that apparently the Justice League, like, or the Justice Lords, by interfering in the regular world, like, save Superman from getting murdered.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Doomsday would have killed him otherwise.
3: Yeah, like I yeah. feel like he like if they hadn't shown up, uh, he would have killed Superman.
4: Yeah, probably. That was, by the way, I was Doomsday I was sucks. I was not joking. That was Michael J. White as Doomsday, which is mm-hmm. yeah, it was wild considering that he said I think two sentences. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, that's a, that's a pretty mm-hmm. famous guy for a pretty small part. Or I don't know, mm-hmm. his his comparative <laughs> level cool. of fame goes pretty
2: up and down and it's a, it's a well-known role mm-hmm. because everyone remembers that comic so oh, he yeah. might have just been like oh yeah Doomsday I know that guy This it's is cool. this is that post Superman
4: This is post Spawn and pre Black Dynamite Mhm
2: Um back to the Batman thing real quick mm-hmm. I think he didn't do a lot of stuff one because he thought it was a good idea He's like you know what this is what I've always wanted this works it's cool and the more he saw it he's like oh shit no it doesn't <laughs> Um and I I like the the sort of the muddled like you can watch, and we've all read comics where Batman does this and because he thinks it's a good idea. We've seen episodes like mm-hmm. that. And I I just like the the sort of journey that he goes on that doesn't really go anywhere, which is like, maybe it's good to be a fascist, uh, maybe not. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Because there is no answer to that question really. <laughs> that's the, that's the hear, eternal thing about Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, that. Now hear me out. But all that said, I loved the moment where Superman shows up, and he's like, uh, you know, Are, aren't, you, aren't you busy? He's like, busy with what? I got nothing to do now. <laughs> you got rid of all the crime. Not think I just anymore. mope around my parents' grave. <laughs> I mean, that's all you do anyway, buddy. <laughs> and I love it. Mm-hmm. hmm I love to mope. <laughs> all right. We got anything else? That's uh, it. Uh, yeah, I would, I would say so. Um, Very well. Yeah, good episode. Good show. Mm-hmm. I I would call this like a keystone episode. This oh, is yeah. like this sort of defines the series going forward. And
4: Th- this is this is uh, on this is on this, everyone's top ten list.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And this this season's been a little uneven, and we've liked every story, but some of them have just felt overly long. Like a lot of the two parters feel like they should have been shorter. But mm-hmm. but this one, justifiably two part, and and just just firing on all cylinders. Yeah. I would say.
4: I just checked. Three random things that showed up when I searched for best Justice League episodes. It is number one or two on all of them. That
2: checks yes. out. Yeah, and I've seen this series a million times. Mm-hmm. So it is definitely high up there for me. And I'm sick of fascist dystopia <laughs> alternate realities because mm-hmm. I live in one. Yeah. All right, Brian, you got anything to plot
4: uh, yeah. Well, uh, yes, I know. Um, my uh, my shows are currently on hiatus. Um, due to a uh, hilarious medical condition that I had uh, a while back. Ah. Um, oh, is this? Hang on. Is, is this when you fell
2: off the stage? Yeah.
4: <laughs> just look good. I, I, I posted a Tinseltown episode explaining the whole situation. Uh, but I figured, that, okay. you know, in order to reset I'm just going to take a uh, a couple of months off and record with all my buddies. we started doing the uh, next round of recordings and um, uh, I'm waiting until we got 30 episodes in the can and then we are going to make a triumphant return probably around about October. Uh, well, we got some I real fun ones coming. I will uh, show. I'll tell you, we got um, we got some corkers coming up. Uh, Robbie and I just recorded one for uh, Daddy's Home Two, uh, yes. which we had watched approximately four months before recording, and we're <coughs> trying to remember what happened in it. Uh, the others were all going to be doing fresh, but that one we're like, should we rewatch this? And we we both individually decided, nah, no, nah, because I figured, yeah, he'll probably rewatch it, and he figured, eh, he'll probably rewatch it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we we uh, we will be coming back, but as of right now, just check out Tinsel Town and uh, New and a Bit Alarming, uh, which particularly has um a uh, pair of uh, very good episodes where uh Maggie joined Flunk and I to discuss um the craziest spec script ever written. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, absolutely insane.
4: A uh, five hundred some page Super Mario Brothers spec script by uh, just a garbage person who mm-hmm. uh, also wrote very badly. Yep. If you thought the Super Mario Brothers movie uh, that actually came out in theaters was maybe trying a little too hard with the fan service, ho, oh, you ain't seen nothing yet.
3: You know, you guys. This, I, this, it, this might turn out to be my Star Wars. <laughs>
2: Or, the, or your Star Wars Holiday Special. Yep.
4: <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyway, so new and bit alarming, it's about remakes and retellings, and Tinseltown, it's about Christmas. Plenty of episodes in the can for y'all to go check out, and mm-hmm. new episodes coming up. Oh, including uh, the return of the Tinseltown alternate universe, uh, because we did intercept one uh, Halloween episode. Uh, not just because we felt like talking about a certain movie, and I realized it took place on Halloween. <laughs>
2: It's Van Helsing, guys. Right. It's Van Helsing. Nice. Oh, all right. Yes. Very well. Uh, well, our website, as ever. I know Brian didn't give you his, but I will give you ours. Oh, tinseltime.libsyn.com
4: <laughs> and uh, badremakes.libsyn or <laughs>
2: Uh, You can write to us, Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. Um, We are not on X, because fuck that thing. <laughs> we certainly are not. Yeah. Uh, so I suppose that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Voila, Justice Lords.
1: For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit KidsLoveBatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at Patreon.com Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.